good morning. It is Thursday, August 20th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. My name is Trey Scott. I'm joined by two guests today, Steve Voltfong and Charles Power, both 24-7 sports experts, analysts, badasses in their own right. And Steve, this was your idea to kind of do a, a multi, multi-guest episode because we're talking Arch Manning today. The 2023 rankings for 24-7 sports came out yesterday. Arch is number five in 2023, and I was like, hey, I want to talk to you about covering Arch, and and you suggested, Steve, you said, like, let's let's bring Charles in, too, because, like, it, just making a blanket statement, like, Steve would be the information guy, and Charles is, like, the, the X's and O's guy, and you two both have a, a interesting career challenge as Arch Manning becomes a household name in recruiting circles and trying to to cover this kid and, and analyze this kid. And he's going to be a massive deal. And I feel like you guys have to, uh, you have a sort of a burden of responsibility here, Steve. And I'll let you, I'll let you start with like what it's like reporting on info of, of a kid who, you know, you, Hey, if you say, Hey, he likes Ole Miss, like Ole Miss is going to freak out. <laughs> well, uh, I'm part of the rankings council, obviously, but Charles Power is the one who spearheaded our, our 2023 uh, rankings here. So uh, it was only right to have him on to kind of discuss where where Arch falls in it as a prospect. But 2,438 yards passing as a as a freshman, 34 touchdowns and six interceptions. That's great by any standard. But then you add in the fact uh, the scrutiny level that he had coming in is the door Newman High in, in New Orleans. With the with the name on his back, uh, uh, Manning. Uh, I, I think that they there at the school tried to make it more about his first name, Arch, and, and his own path and, and trajectory, and and for him to come out with the poise he had uh, to to have the season he had. It just excites me for for his potential future. Yeah, you know, you mentioned Steve. Like we want to make it about Arch, not about Manning. That's hard to do, Charles. When you first watched him. Were you trying to just like just make it seem like you're watching a normal person, or did you kind of in the back of your mind like ah, I might naturally inflate this kid just because he's a Manning? Yeah, so I it's one of those deals where I normally am not going to be paying too close attention to ninth graders during the season, but he's one that like you know you're sitting there doing what we do following the football season last fall. And I mean, of course, like I'm going to be interested in like uh, just from a general uh, human element perspective, like what is, you know, Cooper Manning's son look like? So I actually kind of followed him a little more during the season than I would for a, a normal ninth grader. But when it comes time to do the rankings, uh, I mean, I think, yeah, I looked at him like his last name was Arch Johnson. And it, it's hard to do, but you just try, you try to do it as best you can. And I think one thing, um, you know, it is kind of a tightrope because you really want to be careful not to overhype um, players, especially this early. I mean, we, we put out this ranking because, you know, a lot of these prospects have 20 offers already. Like they're already highly recruited and they'll start they'll start to commit pretty soon. Um, some of them. So uh, we, we put out this ranking to, 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 to service our subscribers. But um it is kind of a fine line, and but I think when when you stack up all the quarterbacks in this class, and um, it's a definitely it's a little bit of a moving target by how how much some of them played. We have another guy like like Malachi Nelson who you know started half the season. We're going to have guys in the top one hundred, top two four seven ultimately in in this twenty twenty three cycle who have not yet played football. Like they they just 
they're sitting on their couch right now and they're going to decide over the next couple of years that they want to play football and they're going to end up being really good prospects. So that's all kind of something you factor in. But I think when it came to Arch, you just look at how good he was as a freshman. It's uh, he hasn't really given us any reason to to doubt him yet. Um, so I think you just kind of go by what we have and what we have so far is, is really encouraging. I think both of you guys would be good to answer this one. So I'll just, we'll, we'll stick on Charles and then go to Steve. Like as a network or an industry, what's our burden of responsibility for like covering these players and also making sure that we're not exploiting them or like uh, making outsized expectations. Like Charles, we, we joke about the last few years, we've had a lot of generational quarterback prospects and we, I, you know, I kind of feel silly being like Quinn Ewers, generational quarterback prospect, maybe the best at his stage of the development since Trevor Lawrence, but like that's probably true. So like, do you think maybe with Arch Manning, are you going to find yourself being a bit judicious perhaps with doling out the hype? Like I can't imagine even if you wanted to in the next three years, you're ever going to say better at this stage than Peyton. Yeah. I mean, like I, I, I think you try to just do the best you can, like do right by the the prospect. And it's like, you could kind of eliminate our voice and it would still be there. Like right. you have these companies that will follow them around and videotape everything. Like I know, like there were people like, like YouTube, like, uh, organizations going to like his basketball games this year just to kind of get a glimpse. It's almost like a little bit of a paparazzi element. And I think we're looking at it more from a news uh, football, you know, kind of a more of a meat and potatoes perspective. Uh, so I think just trying to keep that uh, angle and, and not get too, um, you know, TMZ about it. Obviously, like the re- recruitments can kind of veer that way. I mean, Steve could speak to that. But um, I, I think, yeah, like I think we're just trying to. Uh, be as honest and forthcoming about it while also, um, you know, kind of, I guess, giving that, uh, you know, kind of, kind of what our subscribers want and the kind of information they want. And just um, a lot of the, it's like a lot of projections involved, but I think for sure you want to be careful to not uh, put the card in front of the horse. Steve, you were, go ahead, Steve, you're just saying like, this is, this could be one of the biggest recruits ever. And I just wonder what that's like for you to, to cover it and try to get in with that camp there and try to be able to, you know, make your hay the next few years. Well, when I, when I said that to you off the air, biggest recruits ever, I think it, it meant more like the interest, the, the level sure. of interest that people are going to have and what this young man's going to do for school, whether that's Ole Miss, Tennessee, uh, Duke, uh, LSU, uh, what have you. Uh, um, you know, Texas, Georgia, Alabama are already showing interest, according to his coach, Nelson Stewart. Uh, um, so uh, the, the, the Manning name uh, among football is like the, the Bushes or the Kennedys or, 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 or whatever when, when you're talking about, you know, famous American last names. And, and so the, the amount of attention that Arch Manning and his recruitment are going to bring, there's going to be a ton of interest and what he's going to do. So I actually, I'm already excited about the fact that uh, talking to coach Stewart over there, that that's going to be an old school recruitment uh, where it's uh, they're going to keep a lot of it quiet. Uh, and and uh, it's going to be built on, on relationships with, with coaching staffs and, and, and how he fits in vibes with the staff. And, and, and they're just looking for an authenticity with, with the program. And, 
you know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes and, and when he ultimately can take visits. And, and, and I assume a lot of it's going to, you know, get on the board with these college quarterback coaches and, and, and head coaches and, and talking X's and O's with them because that seems like it, that seems to be Arch's favorite thing to do with his head coach right now, Nelson Stewart, during this uh, Zoom season here. Uh, they've they've been on the on the Zoom uh, a lot, one on one, just just talking ball and and trying to get ready for this upcoming season. Steve, um, it's my understanding that Arch is not being made available for interviews, correct? I haven't been told that. I haven't asked for one. Um, yeah, either, but like, it, this is all, it's all, it seems like trying to get info out of them might, it's not going to, he's not going to be tweeting like, Hey, top 10 coming next week. Like, you know, here's my top 13, but I'm committed somewhere else. Like we don't expect the, the normal recruiting bells and whistles here with Arch. No, I, I think that I wouldn't be, I, I, I don't expect any of that. I don't even know if he's on Twitter yet. Is he? I, I, I tried to look the other day, so I don't. I don't think we're going to see any. Uh, he's got offers. He just, they haven't been put out there yet. Um, I think that they're going to keep it quiet. And um, you know, coach, coach talked about how humble he is, and and, and uh, said he's very popular at school. And uh, he's the type of young man that wanted to ride the freshman bus instead of riding with the seniors, so he can get to know the younger guys that he's going to be playing with uh, uh, for more years at, at, at school. And, I think the way he's carrying himself there will be the way he carries through, carries himself through as his recruitment, which is low key and, and just trying to find the best move for him. What are some of the biggest recruit recruitments ever or the biggest recruiting figures ever? When we look back now, like I would like Dylan Moses comes to mind for me guys, like cover of ESP in the magazine when he was a freshman Clowney's up there, Terrell Pryor, Charles, you got anyone I'm forgetting or, or someone well, who you think might be bigger than Arch? No, like I, I think, I mean, this, this is super early, but I think like kind of when I was getting into to covering, covering recruiting, a guy that was maybe a, a similar um, kind of just buzzy name at the same stage was, was Barry J. Sanders, Barry Sanders' son. Ah. And, um, you know, I, I think he ended up being like a, a pretty solid prospect, um, you know, played at, played at Stanford and then. He was behind, like you know, Christian McCaffrey, Bryce Young, or Bryce Love at, at Stanford, and then ended up transferring to Oklahoma State. Um, but I think just from an attention standpoint, that's one I recall. Like I just remember, like this was kind of early days of Twitter, and there was like a picture of like him and Nick Saban like at school, and it just went crazy, like crazy viral. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think maybe now nowadays you might. I think from from Arch Manning's perspective, it might be better off to kind of compare him to like a basketball prospect. Um, I think we see a lot of uh, basketball players kind of get on the the, the radar really early. Uh, I think you think of kind of like LeBron James's son, Bronny James. I don't think I don't know if Arch Arch's uh, uh, recruitment will maybe like kind of cross over to that degree because um, Bronny James it sounds like it's probably gonna be like more on social media and there's just gonna be like a little more eyeballs from that perspective. But in terms of you know actual on field impact, like he could have that that effect i think it's still early to say but that's kind of what where i would maybe compare it to is like a, a basketball player a basketball prospect who we've you feel like you've he's been in high school for a while because i mean this is pretty early we're talking about him you know he's coming off his freshman year yeah Bronny james is already getting like a ton of attention he his name is one of our trending profiles every week he's like there's a charles you mentioned the social media aspect there's a few guys mikey 
Imani Bates, who are just absolute Instagram stars. And, and we saw Zion was at a few right. years ago. Before we go, Arch Manning as a, as a player, what makes him special? I'll let both of you answer this, but Charles, we'll, we'll just start with you since you're already on the horn. Yeah, I, I think what, what stood out to me was, you know, we, we talked about a little earlier about how advanced he looked kind of just being thrown in the fire as a freshman. Like he, I think what was most impressive to me was how he processed the speed of the game and his ability. If, like if you just pull up his Arch Manning's highlights and you kind of just as a, a cursory glance, it's evident pretty quickly that he has like some like natural playmaking ability, like the improvisational skills. Like I think, I think when you think of the Mannings, when you think of Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, you think of an in structure quarterback, a guy who is going to, you know, dissect the defense pre and post snap and go through his progressions at like lightning speed. And uh, I think with, with, with Arch, a lot of what's kind of interesting to me is, is he's kind of out there, you know, making guys miss, making plays outside the pocket. Um, just a lot of kind of creative off-schedule plays. Uh, and I know, like, you know, people, I, I think I, I've seen their camp kind of say that he, you know, kind of looks at, like, his grandfather as kind of an inspiration. And for people who maybe don't remember or know, like, Archie Manning was kind of kind of a Johnny Manziel type of figure in, in the SEC back when he played, I think in like the, with like in the sixties. So um, I, I think that it's going to be kind of interesting to see just stylistically how he plays, but I thought that was pretty interesting. And obviously he's pretty efficient, um, you know, fr- from, from inside the pocket uh, just on in, in that, in that kind of aspect as well. But um, I, I thought that was kind of interesting to know, and it'll be fun to kind of see how he progresses. Uh, Steve, I know, he, he's kind of made some some leaps, you know, this offseason. And I'm um, just kind of what have you heard, heard on that front and just, I guess, kind of his, you know, skill set, kind of what, what they're saying. Well, I think the thing that impresses me the most about him, again, is just the way he responded to all the eyeballs on him and to go out and have the year he had under the scrutiny uh, that he he's under the microscope that he had coming in as a Manning uh, into that school. Uh, as a freshman to come out and, and play at such a high level and an advanced level uh, so consistently uh, was big. And, and you talk to his coach, if he goes 21 for 23 in a ball game, he wants to focus on the two incompletions and, and he wants to get coached and he doesn't think he's right. And he, he's humble and he doesn't think he has all the answers and, and, and he's always asking questions and, and he's always talking about protections with the staff. And, and, and so obviously he's a football junkie. And, um, but all of that translates to on-field performance, which is, has been at a high level. Oh, sounds like he plays like his granddad and studies the game like his uncles. That's that's good stuff from Steve Wolfong and Charles Power. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm.